Douglas Cafe. Greetings, Here we are. David, glad to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. And you. Oh, I mean, yeah. last week it was just Bill and John. Whoa. I feel like yeah. I'm... Did most it, of you turn it off halfway through? <laughs> yeah. It's a bad time in our history when I'm the solid fixture for oh. these podcasts. Yeah. Well, we're going through your book. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, the that's deal. That's you're, you're not going to miss That was the now. first one yeah. I have ever missed in I, over three and a half years. Really? Because you guys can't do the... Hey, hey, podcast hey, without hey, me. How, how did we do it? Because I turned it on for you. Oh, I was still on. here. Okay. I just how hard was, is that to yeah. turn on a recorder? Yeah. I mean, well, God, apparently God, very God, hard. Gosh, yeah. I'm telling you. Well, so the three of us, at least, and um, you've not been feeling well. Uh, you are bad. I, I manage that quite a bit, it yeah. seems. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've had that same thing for... Ten days. My house is just... You just uh, get it. Those uh, children, yeah, I'm telling you. It's like a swamp in there. you got to outsource your caregiving. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Bublonic plague. <laughs> it's just, I always get tag-teamed in when, uh, at the end of the day, one of them is projectile vomiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, my boy. turn again. Here we go. As it should be. <laughs> glad we could edify you with that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are reading 1965, John. Yep. On my worst day, we have come to this awakening. So I'm going to read this story that I remember all too well. When my parents hurt my feelings, the biggest threat I could drum up was that I might run away. One day I told them I was going to run away. Now, I had to actually do it now for, for at least an afternoon, or I'd lose forever the only real leverage a kid has. My dad, calling my bluff, gathered up some items, saying, Here, let me help. I packed some sandwiches, another shirt, and a jacket into a grocery bag and walked out the front door into my future. They let me walk out. They said goodbye like I was heading across the street to a friend's house. There were no cell phones back then. They had no way to call me and beg me back. Well, I made it as far as the Red Hill Bowling Lanes, four miles away. I spent the afternoon watching people bowl, eating my sandwiches, sitting in the booths above the lanes. It doesn't take long watching bad bowlers to arrive at the conclusion that life on the, on the road might be a little overrated. I returned home six hours later. They were out shopping, sh- shopping. When they did eventually come home, they acted like nothing had happened. We never talked about it. We just sort of went on. So much for leverage. As I grew into a teenager, I I began to imagine the day when I would run away, and they would deeply regret their capricious use of authority. I never did it. But over time, the concept itself has become my default button. Only now, nearly 50 years later, my bags are, uh, well, a little bit more sophisticated. But they are packed. Make no mistake, they are packed. You might not know it to look at me. I've owned the same home for a quarter century. But almost every day, I envision an out. You get revealed if you stay in a community long enough. And the community gets revealed, too we can begin to imagine that life somewhere else is much better. And it's all in my head where you can't see it. Uh, Maybe I'd go to a beach town, huh? 
I'd be on a friendly, chatty, waving relationship with dozens of the locals. Stacy and I would know several couples fairly well, but this time I would play it closer to the vest. I wouldn't dream nearly so much or risk so much or reveal so much. I'd be known as someone who once did something, but no one would know enough to have my weaknesses revealed. I'm not sure if I will ever be freed of packed bags. I'm not sure it's even the point. Grace anticipates mess and ongoing imperfection. If my needs went away, I would never experience the love of others. So I <clears throat> I may always carry this junk. Unresolved sludge, weakness, failure, things that go bump in the night. Love eventually finds people who will not let us put our bags into the car. Who will love us for who we are, not who we can present on our best day. It's a scary risk. It gives something and takes something away. It gives us a place, but it demands, it demands us to have a better reason than shame or fear to leave to a place which is not our home. And the awakening for the story is this. The only one I cannot protect is myself. I must trust the commitment of another. So, wow, good story, John. I mean, I can't believe they uh, let you go. But, uh, oh, oh. They'd never do that oh. to your younger brother. <laughs> yeah. you, you, I mean, they they <laughs> wouldn't let him go. Oh, well, I was the youngest. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was the oldest. He was the oldest, and, and I think they had been through this already. Oh, and I they see. just said, "Let the boy go." And, and he came back. Well, so. and they plus they had an extra child if, if something oh, yeah. went wrong. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm. They, I, they, like you say, cut down on the groceries. I mean, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But they did. We never talked about it. Really, it was just. And that was kind of how it went in our family. Yeah. There was a lot of things that went under the bridge. Little awkward things that, that we never, never came back. Never processed. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So your awakening, uh, this awakening says, uh, the only one I cannot protect is myself. But, you know, you're reading a story about a person here who's just kind of like growing up, can't protect himself. But trying to. Trying to. I mean, aren't there some smart people that could really protect themselves? I mean, because they get they, they get wise, they get smart. That you're saying nobody can do that. Well, um, if there are, I haven't found them. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's our premise that there are. We are not built um, to to be able to solve our own stuff. Yeah. And all of us have stuff. Yeah. And. And all of us, if we are in community long enough, will get revealed and the community will be revealed. So really, the only way to keep your stuff from being revealed is to live outside of community and and live in isolation. And I I know there are a lot of of those who, who, who stay in a business for two years and move up or laterally just to get out of that situation. Yeah. And, uh, Clergy is is famous for it, yeah. infamous for it. That yeah. that they will stay long enough that their their series works, but they don't get known. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there's some who do that in marriages. There's there's 
so, so in answer to that, there's people with greater capacity, but I don't think there's anybody without stuff. Yeah. And and without that inner uh, issue that needs to be protected. Yeah. And and I, I have to say. There's so much of me that doesn't like that awakening. Right. I, I, I don't want to need you mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. because I, it feels like I know how to take care of me better and I, I understand me better and I commiserate better with me. And sometimes you're, you're imperfect in how you would protect me. Right. And so why? Even if you have a strength where, ab- absolutely. where uh, I might be weak, you, your strength is still exercised in somewhat imperfection. That's right. So, so I may try to give you my strength and even hurt you in the giving of my strength. Right. So why bother? Hmm. And plus, Like you say at the end there, it's a scary risk. It's a scary risk. And I'm not sure you're right. Right. I'm not sure you're right. I, I've Especially if I'm in darkness <coughs> at the time. Yes. <laughs> you know, That's right. I go that's right. I, I don't want to trust. This is the very time I don't want to trust you is when I'm needy. And there's not one of us who hasn't been hurt in trying to let somebody protect us. Yeah. And so after a while, it. Um, I wish I didn't need anyone. But as we say so often, well, then I will never be loved by anyone. Yes. If love is the process of, of meeting needs then I have to let you love me to be loved. Yes. I have to let you meet some of those needs. And and it, the trouble is it's unpredictable, and I can't control it. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just about protection and self-protection being an oxymoron. This is about going back to the root of Jesus' command, which says, yeah. and promise that they'll get to know that you follow me by your love. And the way this love works is back and forth. I learn how to receive love. I learn how to give love. And it's found in part through protection. But it's a hard process, hard process. David, have you um, thought about this in terms of um, maybe your own family or maybe your high school um, guys yeah uh, you can't you can't outsmart the heart that god gave you because really all protection is like you said is about being loved and you can't outsmart that mm-hmm. you can pretend like you don't need to be loved but there's I mean, I mean nobody ever 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 will be smart enough to replace what your heart needs so it's yeah. like that's another oxymoron is thinking that there's anything other that we need at the core of our being than to be loved. So yes. protection is a piece of that. And yeah, all the time, like I'm thinking, this is a funny story that we're reading right now because I have one of my small group guys who happens to have been four days away from his home. He actually ran away and we didn't know where he was for three days. Well. And he's doing that. He's trying, he's, I need control. Yeah. I refuse to be protected. Yeah actually found him when offered him a way home offered him different things chose not to do it because he wants he needs to be in control right now he needs to and he's choosing to not trust those who see things more clearly than he does because Mm -hmm. he believes that he can protect himself and no one else will yeah i mean it's it's like a perfect scenario yeah yeah it is and it's sad because we truly do love him and the people that he's choosing to surround himself with do not 
And that will become very clear in a very hard way in the near future. And the difficulty is when you're trying out life and maybe with dangerous people, you don't want the answers that the safe people have to give Those you. Those lame people yeah. you've always been around, they're the problem, right? That's right. So, Part of spiritual maturity, then, is indicated in the fact of our learning and experiencing that we can be protected by others, um, that humility is trusting God in others. And so you would expect that if... Uh, your high schooler is um, if he is learning to grow in Jesus he will learn to grow in letting others protect him in his weakness and when we say weakness we don't mean that having the need of being protected is a weakness that's not the weakness it's just that we all have blind spot areas we all have areas that we don't know that we've lost our compass and it's spinning and we think we do yeah but and sometimes it could be that we're settling for a uh, unauthentic or a faux love, yeah, and acceptance. Well, well is as much yeah. as I keep talking about uh, um, the frustration or uh, not wanting to let people protect me, I don't know where I'd be today, right? If I had not received, I have some ideas. Uh, okay. I pretty. I, I, that's a good point. There's several places I would be. I, you're right. That bowling alley gets tired uh, yeah, of pretty oh, good. Kid, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. You're 60 years old now. Um, but but it's. I mean, it's a little bit strong to say, but I think it saved my life. Saved yeah. my my. I think being so too. used of God. It, it, it has been the most beautiful thing, and when it's allowed. Nothing feels safer or stronger and, and reorients you faster yeah. than just letting another trusted friend yeah. uh, protect you and say, I got you. I yeah. got you. And I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid of what I see. I'm not, I'm not going to leave. And, and they offer their commitment to you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's a game changer. <clears throat> now, are there rules of authority, like parents to children, like... Um, uh, high school leaders like David to teens or like some people would would split the church and they'd go clergy, laity. Are there roles of authority where this protection doesn't work? And we would say, no. It works across all lines and learning how to give uh, and receive protection is something that I learn even as a parent to find my children as they grow to protect me. Yeah, one one of the greatest. Uh, if we have to go now, we're, we've been on for about forty minutes, but we can't stop talking. But just one of the greatest denials for clergy is to keep themselves aloof from the protection of everyone else. Yes. yes. All right, you guys. Okay. Oh, we've talked enough. See you next week. Bye, bye, you guys. <laughs>